0: Title there is your girl Marquita Vian with the Pink Link podcast, and so um, I'm waiting. I'm awaiting my guest Patricia Murray. I hope I said that right at the All Purpose Vegan, and so we will be doing some discussion about you know what she has going on and just things pertaining to vegan lifestyle living and women's health that I am excited to share with you all about my own personal journey and as well as she. So this video will also be posted to the Pink Link Podcast. So make sure you go over there if you haven't and subscribe. Or if you're on the Pink Link Podcast and you're watching this, make sure you go follow me on IG at Marquita Vion and then at the Pink Link Podcast as well. I'm going to take a sip of my water while I'm awaiting my guests. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Me and this little plant, it likes to peak and I like it to be seen. <laughs> I feel like it's, it gives good aesthetics. So, yeah, so today we're live. And I think on oh, most Saturdays when people book, because I have like just Saturdays and Mondays for um podcast recordings. and stuff, Recordings. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to say two words in one, but recorders or r- recorded or... I don't know, whatever. But um, I think they'll be more live or Zoom, and then Mondays I have them out and about. Lord's will, but hey, Zoom and um, live, keep it going, boo boo, keep it going all over the world, wherever they are, wherever I'm at, we can still get it done. So yes, and there she goes, all-purpose vegan. So I'm gonna um, send a join request.
1: Okay, I see it. I don't know, (laughs) y'all. So she should be coming out shortly.
0: Okay, there she go. Hey there, lady.
1: Good afternoon. How are you? I'm awesome. yourself? I'm good. I've been running around the house for 30 minutes trying to find a quiet spot. There's oh. kids running around, there's people cutting grass next door, chainsaws going.
0: Everything just want to be on and popping today,
1: huh? Right. I'm like, oh, my good! It was so quiet. And then as soon as I'm getting ready to set up, noise everywhere. So. <laughs> B. Well, just if you see a child, if you see anything pass through here, just ignore it. I'm, I'm literally in a corner. Like, there's nowhere for me to go. Oh, wow. Well,
0: the corner looks nice. I'm in a corner, too, so we're both in some corners. <laughs> Yes, so, um, once again, I want to just say for those who may just be joining, um, I'm Mark Evian, the host of the Pinkling Podcast, and today we have a guest, the all-purpose vegan here, and so I'm definitely excited to get into this conversation with her today. So, at the Pinkling, we have powerful, innovative, next-level conversations with AK, because we fancy like that over here, and so, um... I want my guests to introduce you all to who she is and more what she do. So, I'm going to give it over to you now. And Patricia, right? Because I was like, okay, because um, uh-huh. Patricia, yep. thank you to all who's joining.
1: So, oh, yes, I'm um, Chef Pat. I'm a vegan chef here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I came here about six years ago. I was just doing cake. So, that's all I used to do. Outside of my main job, I was just making birthday cakes and event cakes. COVID hit, pivot like everybody else, and I, I was—I had decided to do a meal prep, some kind of like a pop up. Uh, I was on food, like different things. Like everything was, everybody was trying to figure out what to do. So that's how I got back into food. I come from a culinary background back in New York. Went to culinary school, worked in a few restaurants, and I got away from. Actual uh, working in restaurants and things like that. So when I got to Atlanta, I was just doing cakes. But the COVID situation provided an opportunity to stop and pause and reevaluate what we were doing. And I just started cooking a little bit. And then in January, my birthday is in January, so last year, I was like, I really want to cook again, but I didn't know how to do it. So I would just... Cook at home, make these like nice videos, and post them. And I said, "Well, that, we'll see what happens with it." And it just boomed, and it turned into catering. It turned into meal prep. It turned into private dining. And wow, that's what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you said it started back in New York.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm from New York. Okay. Um, went to culinary school 20 20 years ago. So. Um, okay
0: let me ask you this. So when you, um, started back in New York, six, you, you've been in Atlanta six years, right?
1: Yes.
0: And so back in New York, have you always been vegan or how long have you been vegan? And, and that's your special specialty cuisine, right? Is vegan foods and sweets.
1: Right. Well, so there's been a few transitions. So I moved here with no special diet. I was eating whatever I wanted and baking whatever I wanted. Any anything someone asked me to do, I would do it. Um, Three years, and after I was here for like three years, I had started having some health issues. And it was like the normal stuff that black people hear about, high blood pressure and cholesterol and these things. But I was only 30, uh, 30 something that I don't know, 33, 34 at the time, or maybe 35. And I can't remember how old I was, but I was just like, high blood pressure. And, like, I have heart disease in my family, like my mom, her her mom, her sisters. Like, women have heart attacks in my family. And the doctors are trying to make me feel like that's just what it's going to be. Like, that's a normal thing. That's just, you know, that's, that's what it is. It's in your family. And I was just like, I wasn't claiming that. I was like, I'm not about to be in my middle age popping pills every day and stuff like that. But I did ignore the warnings and um... I kind of kept on eating meat and doing what I wanted to do. And then I got really sick from the high blood pressure because when you ignore the things, the signs, your body starts to shut down. It starts to have all the alarms going off. And the blood pressure, I know a lot of people walk around with high blood pressure, but I couldn't take the pain. Like, it's painful. So, um, yeah, that's where I started. So uh, I figured I've heard uh, from this community in Atlanta that you can change your health with your food. So initially I became vegan first because of my own health and my whole my own health issues. That was the first one was high blood pressure. So I went I think I went vegetarian for 6 months and I noticed that I really wasn't eating anything besides cheese. So I stopped eating the cheese and I saw a significant That's change in my health um almost I would say the Month after I went vegan, the first thing I saw, saw different was my menstrual cycle. Wow, uh, it was easier, less days, more comfortable. Uh, I think at one, one point I wasn't using painkillers, so it was. Um. So in your mind, you're that's, thinking. Let's
0: tap into that. The um. Mil-
1: yeah.
0: Women's month, and we're both women, and when you bring up. Your menstrual cycle. I reflect on mine, and for years as a teenager, yes. Honey, yes. I want to say this to you all: I would have cramps so bad that I would miss days from school. Like I couldn't go to school; it would be so heavy. However, I will say to you today: my I have to. I have a cycle tracker now because guess what? I don't know when my cycle might come on because I don't have the cramps that I used to have. So I have to be prepared ahead of time, you know, to not bleed through my pants. Um, just yeah. Be honest, because of my lifestyle changes. And even now, I notice if I do get a little cramps, I notice if I, the week of my cycle, if I just start eating more fruits and vegetables and things like that and lay off the carbs or the beans and things like that, lighter, mm-hmm. lit
1: and mm-hmm.
0: no cramp, cramping at all. Like women, I kid you not, if if you're having irregular periods or heavy periods, cramping and things like that, just as she said, make sure you tap into your diet. I, I would use to take, I, I mean, I would take ibuprofen like for the first three days straight, like back to back, like eight hours up, 12 hours up. Let me tap another, another ibuprofen. I don't do that no more.
1: I think think part of the issue, I mean, we could talk about black people and in the medical system forever, but we just don't know what we don't know. So as little girls getting our periods, eating all the junk and all the stuff and on birth control pills, that part, that really didn't help us. Um, We were just suffering. I was definitely suffering in high school, contemplating where, you know, you can't go to school or you go to school and you got your head down on the desk all day. We just there. And this was normal. Yeah. It was normal. All my friends That's going through it. Enough. All my classmates <laughs> were going through it. It's her time, child. Leave that girl alone. She going through her time. And it was normal to teach. like It was normal. So now, 20-something years later it's not at the time, to have an easy cycle. And, and then the
0: thing is, like, that a lot
1: of
0: people still think that's
1: normal, and it's not normal mm. Mm. to have a it's long, not. heavy, crampful pain, seven, for like that eight days, heavy normal. bleeding, cramping, mm-hmm. doubled over, pain, that's bloating.
0: That's what you're supposed to be experiencing, but it's it's not. It's
1: not. Even when you think about it, at the age like 15 years old, is a baby. Why are you feeling like this? Wow. That doesn't even make sense. Going through all of that pain, but yeah, when I switched to a uh, plant based. For my high blood pressure, the menstrual cycle, and my energy, too, a lot of things changed. And then right after that, I learned, I actually, I don't want to say there's a wrong way or right way to go vegan, but I didn't, I had information, I didn't really seek out real true advice, and that's how I ended up in my other health issue. During, while I was vegan, I fell into awakening the fibroids that were already present by eating too much consuming too much estrogen. And that comes from, from not educating myself about um certain fruits and vegetables that can trigger what? private growth. Hey, yeah. What, okay give us a little I please, can I God. can say so I I'm I'm I live through my journey, but I know some people on here, another chef, Tina Fuller, who that that's her that's her that is her um her ministry. Womb care. Okay and so- um fibroids and all that stuff so definitely there's it's a link to how you feel whether you're a vegan or not what you're consuming definitely affects all the systems in your body
0: <clears throat> and that's what i tell people like a vegan is not a in-all be-all because even mm-hmm. me i realized like i was trying to force beans on me and i just told my daughter i said i'm not gonna do it I'm not going to force myself to eat beans because though I like beans, beans don't like me and they have me bloated and it just doesn't Mm -hmm. agree with my body. I'm not going to feel like I got to eat something for protein that is not good for me. I get it through another source. So
1: now you're talking about, now you're talking about eating for your blood type. And that's the, that's where I'm at right now learning that because I had a major surgery in September and um, now I'm literally, just afraid of anything else happening because just being vegan is not enough. You have to really research and look at what your body needs, what your body's missing, you know, what kind of environment do you live in, what are you exposed to, Um, do you are you getting, like, are you in the sun? Are you eating organic fruits and vegetables? And even if you have even if you're like a, a carb vegan like you eat a lot of processed stuff or you just still eating meat, you know, you. I think for me, the end all to so just kind of balance everything out is like throwing some raw food in your diet on the plate, a, a dry like the salad like don't put all the dressing on it like just having your meal or having snacks in the, throughout the day, you know like whatever. So like you can't have beans, but can you have nuts? Can you have uh, just a nice little Buddha bowl of raw stuff like stuff like that? In my in my brain, it it balances out the unknown things you got going on.
0: However, I can tolerate chickpeas.
1: Mm. Chickpeas <laughs> is what did it for me. I love chickpeas, but chickpeas is I'm I'm gonna say it definitely uh, it provided the growth because fibroids are fibers are there. They might they might be super tiny, you don't see them. Mine have been there for a very long time, but um, once I went vegan, my estrogen intake went up and my carbs went up so and what you
0: and that made it go up like also? i had a lot,
1: lot of i had a lot of chickpeas around here because i was using the liquid from the chickpea to make a product and so we always had excess uh beans right so that being in addition to whatever else i was consuming thinking i was doing great was actually it, it was just too much of a good thing That's basically what. It so those beans have a lot I high higher estrogen, and there's some other things that we're not supposed. You should lessen. it's is it's balance. Right. You have to. If too much of a good thing can hurt you as well. That's basically what it is. It's a bean, right? You should be able to eat a bean. Water is good
0: for you, but you can't have too much water at one
1: time. Right. So that's another thing. The balance thing. Not have. I wasn't drinking the correct type of water. Didn't understand what real alkaline is. Not just the bottles that say pH balance or whatever. That's not real true. Alkaline water is spring water off stones off a river. That's real energized the mountain water that's going to provide your cells with the things they need, not drinking dead water.
0: And see, this ain't even good. It's well it's now it's purified. I used to do spring. I used to do my public spring water. But the best spring water is in that green glass, that Mountain Valley spring water. Now, I'm try
1: I, I try to mm-hmm.
0: at least get some, you know, weekly, and I and I claim today I can buy cases and cases of time of it,
1: you know, because,
0: you know, that's like I'm $3 a bottle, and I'm abundant, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but see, like, you see how you're asking me, we're having a conversation about it, so um i'll 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 give the information however i don't i don't beat myself up right and i don't beat anybody else up i allow <laughs> myself grace and we meet we just do the best that we can right and so you yeah, I'll have water in a plastic bottle maybe tomorrow hopefully i'll have it in a glass bottle or i'll have in the glass But more, with some glass lime in it. Than, uh,
0: more glass than not
1: you get what i'm saying yeah right because i'm not. I'm not Hard on myself, which is, you know, we just, I just came back from vacation and when we go away, especially leaving the country, I'm always concerned about, you know, oh, it's going to be a hunt for food or, you know, I, I did not get any good water at all. We have bottled water and, and that's what I drank. But I just know that when I come home, is the, a process. The I have to do a detox. I have to do a couple of things to kind of get back on track.
0: Um, because that's the thing like you don't i mean you do want to be informed and you do want to take the steps and the measurements when you know because when you know better you do better however it's like you don't want to feel like you can't live life because you can't just control control it all all the time you know especially mm-hmm. when you're traveling you may have to settle for some iceberg lettuce and some tomatoes and cucumbers it's not organic you know or either go
1: on your fast but whenever I you got to choose you know cuz i had we went we we just came back from dubai right i want to definitely this. <laughs> i ate vegan the entire time right but it was the, i didn't cook the food i didn't cook the food it was he- it's rich it's heavy and i don't i don't i think i think I, i'm not going to lie i think there was some milk in my food some like the sauces Somewhere here and there because i because right. if it don't taste like coconut to me then i'm like okay this might be camel's milk or whatever they use i'm not gonna beat you i'm not up. gonna beat myself up about that i'm i'm gonna purposely make sure i don't have that but exactly. i'm in another country i'm on the other side of the world However, I have, like, I've been posting my whole experience over there, and I do have, like, two food reels to post about. Um, I was able to eat vegan over there, so. Right. But traveling, that's a whole nother because <laughs> the airports do not care. The airports in this country don't care. I got vegan food in Amsterdam's airport and Paris, when we were transferring. I found vegan food. But in Atlanta, Hartfield, they don't care. Right.
0: Nothing. I said that i, I... I mean, but you know, sometimes I just get me some oranges and some apples and so I'm going to put them in my purse because they have all those restaurants, but they don't have no vegan restaurant up. And I'm like, vegan needs to be up here with somebody. <laughs> Chipotle.
1: Yeah. You got to, and like this trip actually it taught me I have to plan eating because my mom, um she know better. She trying to come back here with fruits. I'm like, you know, you can't. Can't bring no fruits into the country. You are supposed to eat that on the plane or whatever. So I they made, took her stuff. I well, bring
0: fruits because I always taking
1: fruits. When you when you're leaving the airport, they'll take your stuff from you if they see it, if they if you declare it or whatever. So she had a big bag of oranges, and we had come from three two countries already. So they it was like, you can't keep them oranges. We don't know if we, you know they don't know if it came from a store. I, I don't know. If, I think she bought it actually from a vendor, not a store, which they was like, no. So they took her stuff from her. But um, even from um, Puerto Rico, we went to Puerto Rico, and I had a, a grocery store mango, and they I had a big old sour sauce, but I knew they might try to take it. So I was eating it the day before. The mango and the other fruit, the FDA is at Puerto Rico airport. They took all my stuff from me. They didn't care. They took everything from me. So it just depends. Like I think you can have your stuff up until you're trying to leave the airport, and you go through customs. If you've crossed, the, they do that. I heard they do that in Hawaii too. So it don't matter if you were still in the American territory. You cross the ocean, they taking your fruit. So eat your stuff before you leave the airport. So let me ask
0: you this right fast. So is the fruit better over in other countries?
1: Yes, um, the fruit could be good here too, but the fruit in other countries is absolutely, but be- like, oh my goodness, even in like even in Dubai, like the stuff I had some fruit. That came to my room and um I don't think they grew it there, but those other countries, they're getting their produce from their neighboring countries. So, like for example, um, their bananas are not our bananas, you know, um their apple. They had like regular stuff that we eat, but they I had like a little, I don't even know what this little purple thing was. Um, I don't even know. I was eating all kind of crazy stuff, but some of it grows there, and some they probably import it from some neighboring um, countries or you know some other areas that are close by. But it's definitely better because if you look, okay, for here's a perfect example. I went to McDonald's. I eat at McDonald's. I haven't eaten at McDonald's in I don't know how long. I ate at McDonald's in Amsterdam, in the airport, because they had vegan options. I mean like salad, like salad, not like a oh. uh, not like a processed. I think I had a a chicken chicken sandwich, but that but I had a, it wasn't like a sandwich with fries. I had a I had a sandwich with a big salad, a big salad with fresh vegetables and um, cranberries and carrots and nuts. It had like sunflower seeds in it hmm. at McDonald's, which that was an experience. I was they, look, I was actually excited to go to the, the Euro McDonald's. they they have all kinds of things. So, wow. So that Yeah and then also to your other your question about the fruit um you go to another country the tree is right there and you just get to pull it off the tree like that's the best freshest thing you could possibly get as supposed to as opposed to going to a grocery store here and it's pulled young and it's not hadn't developed yet so it doesn't have it hasn't been absorbing the sun if you pull something off a tree you're absorbing the sun you get all the nutrients so all that's going into your body eating life, not death. Hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. you make
0: me. Laugh. <laughs> what are we thinking about pulling <laughs> off a fruit, a fruit off the fruit tree or something, girl? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna um look down. Um, apologies, y'all, but I want to make sure I get some questions that I had for you. So uh, we did go over one. So you said um you used to be the sugar dealer. So. You're no longer doing that, and you transition into the vegan supper club. So, can I ask why you're no longer the sugar dealer? What's behind that?
1: It's really a alignment. Honestly, I don't eat processed sugars. I like, I really don't. I don't eat candy. I don't eat processed sugars, and I realize I don't consume food coloring. And so, so the two things were event cakes, birthday cakes. And also my wholesale vegan French macaroon cookies. I was selling those cookies to three restaurants for like two years. And um, they just came out with this story about the food coloring causing cancer, causing all this stuff. And I was using that to put in the cookies. And I was just like, oh, okay, I, I was trying to stop doing wholesale anyway. But the sugar, the food coloring, that's one of that Sugar is crack. Sugar is the death of our nation. Sugar is the worst thing ever and when you say and so this, sugar i just cannot not be a part of
0: can you hear me i want to cut you off mm-hmm. when, we, when we say sugar we got to be more specific because people yeah. think just sh- but sugar mm-hmm. is rice the carbs the potato chips um bread all those things that i am now like another thing i feel like my body don't need and i'm transitioning more back into an alkaline place than before. I'm not going to say 100% mm-hmm. alkaline right now, or maybe I should be saying that. However, I know that as you're saying, and finish what you're saying about the sugar, it is not good. White for sugar,
1: processed sugar, even some of the brown sugars, I don't really use them like that. So I, I even incorporate that, that belief into my meal prep. So my meal prep is a lot of ancient grains, it's a lot of, I don't even, this is a, the second time I'm doing meal prep. It's for a smaller group of people. We don't do white rice at all. Uh, we do a little bit of potato, but it's very, like, ancient grain, very conscious thinking. I'm really putting a lot of intention into the foods. So uh, quinoa, your um pharaohs, like, those type of rice things. Um I might throw a treat in there here and there. I might do macaroni and cheese or lasagna or something, but it might be gluten free. For you, yeah. Like I mean, and so I mean, I'm I'm literally feeding people the way I eat, right. as well as the supper club. So the supper club. So yeah, I'm a vegan vibe dealer now. That's the way I would, would put it. Vegan vibe. Um, okay,
0: I love that.
1: Yeah, it's basically. I want to say I just I I do so I, I don't do catering. It's. Uh, I'm a private chef as well. But the events that I've been putting on since November, it's like very exclusive, intimate, high-end culinary experiences that vegans need. We don't have that in Atlanta. Um, We certainly don't have anything black-owned like that. And we deserve nice things. Like, that's what I've been saying for, like, almost a whole year now. We deserve nice things. And that's what I do. So I do private dinners. Um, That's the supper club. So I put it on every month. They used to be sometimes, but they used to be at Airbnb. So it'd move around a mansion with sometimes entertainment. It would be full like five, six, seven courses, butler service, uh, vegan wine pairing, vegan wine fun. from sipping chairs. So um, amuse bouche when you come in, uh, all of the things because it's just elevated culinary experience that just happens to be vegan. Um, I would partner with like certain companies. We would use uh, like a steak option because honestly, uh, the people that are doing my cooking lessons and attending these dinners and these events, a lot of them are not even vegan. So because of that, I try to be gentle on. I don't make sure everything tastes delicious, and I don't want to serve grass because they think we eat grass. Um, But uh, I'm just trying to make sure that everything tastes really good, and they enjoy. Boy, and I haven't. They love it. I have a few people that have been to several of my events. They are not well. One, I think the wife, the wife is vegan. The husband, he said he's not vegan, but at this point, like he come to all of our stuff, so he might, well. he might as well come on over. You know. Um. So we have this next event that's coming up March seventeenth. Um, is going to be our second event on Buckhead and Buckhead on Peachtree Road. So I'm on the store. I'm in the street curbside restaurant in the actual restaurant that used to be uh original house of pancakes it has a new owner. And I have been so blessed to be able to use this space, the kitchen, the dining room, whatever. And March 17th, we'll be in there with a vegan social. So I'll be dealing vibes and food. I got two people coming in. I got a, got my mixologist. I have a vegan wine that we wine we'll be pouring. Vibes will be pouring. It'll be a Friday night situation. Just come in. It's kind of chill. I'm also going to be showcasing my food so people have the opportunity to talk to me about what it is that I'm doing. They can book me for their own private event or just keep on attending my events that I, that I put on. Wow, that
0: sounds amazing. The pink lady. Might need to be trying to be up in there? I know I'm, I'm coming back from Chicago that same week. Okay. So
1: we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah you, need to come, you need to come through. It's going to be good. I'm, it's actually sold like half. I haven't even promoted it that much, and it's actually almost it's half sold out.
0: I know you did stuff on Valentine's
1: Day. You remember I was in your inbox, like stalking you. <laughs> yeah, and those, those repeat customers, they was like oh, I was trying to come and I'm like, Y'all know we and he I had like, an extra spot because someone <laughs> couldn't make it. And it was on there. It they was in that DM. They was like I They was on it. They just cashed it, they sent that money, they was like, We want those tickets. <laughs> so But this one is gonna be um at least Minimum forty people, so there's definitely room for more people to come and sample and just hang out, meet. We're just bringing people together. It's always it's so cool. The thing I love about that is that we bring people together that don't know each other over vegan food and leaving it like as friends as connected or whatever. They had a good time. It was a key key. People exchanging phone numbers. People linking up later on to do business to do whatever. So I, I really love um the opportunity to put this together. I don't know. I'm glad that I was blessed with the idea to even push forward with it.
0: Yes. I'm glad that you was blessed with the idea and push forward with it and just implement and still doing so mm-hmm. it's a blessing to see. And um, I'm definitely going to be a part. Hopefully I can attend that one Friday. You said it's Friday, March the 17th. Yep. Yeah. Eight
1: o'clock in Buckhead. Yep.
0: Okay. So we got some questions from our audience that was sent okay. in. And so we're going to ask you that before we get ready to close this out today. Um, So how can you prep, how can you meal prep meals that isn't boring, but are easy and tasty? That's one of the questions from my audience.
1: Okay. First of all, people's like we got to season our vegetables we got to season our salads like we ain't got to be put some seasoning on that thing you know all the seasoning that we use on the meat meals those are vegan so just put them on your vegetables so that's first thing but to do your meal prep okay this is what i do with my meal prep um i pick certain things so let's say i'll look at i'll really just look at five days not so much seven days because the meals end up you might end up with extra. So the thing that I might do that make it easy and tasty is pick something like sweet potato. So I take a sweet potato, you 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 roast that, cut it up, and you can divide that into how many meals you want to put it in. And so let's say you get one, one big potato into three meals and then you want to add to that. You just kind of build on it so you decide to take different... So let's say the next thing you use is broccoli but you only put it in two. So like... You season everything to perfection, to what you love, and you just kind of divide those things up. So, like, not every – now, some meal preps, I know people do eat something every single day the same. I don't I don't get that. I like to have different things. But you can just switch up. So, let's say let's say on this bowl, you might have uh, broccoli, sweet potato, and mushrooms. And then another day, you might have sweet potato uh, – um, black beans, corn, and and cauliflower. On another day, you might have the same mushrooms, but maybe you're doing it with peppers and onions and a fajita. So I kind of do it that way. So I'll take like one thing and make it into two things, and by the time you get to the end, they're all different. So you might end up with three to four different plates or bowls throughout the week. You just gotta season it and the way you can like switch it up is with like sauces. Um ask,
0: what are three sauces that can go with um some of your meals? Like what are three sauces that you would say your for your go to meals?
1: So just for me personally, I do like to just take a fresh lime or something like that and kinda of, like squeeze it over my plate. That just changes the whole flavor of your meal. But as for sauces, um, I I'm privy to my beet vinaigrette dressing. It's supposed to be for my salads, but that that dressing just be hitting, and it can go on any vegetable, or whatever. I, it's like a bright red. I love that dressing, and it's like it's literally um, lemon, um, lemon like grapeseed oil, um, salt and pepper blended with beets. The beets bring this earth and it has agave in it as well and the beef just bring this earthiness that it just brings it all together another sauce that i like um bang bang sauce that's good good for like your little fried things and stuff like that so like your mayo your sriracha your chili chili uh chili uh, peppers in there and some agave or maple syrup and just hit that sure. add that dippy little vegetables in that and another yeah, sauce mean, awesome is in there <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And another sauce I love is a curry sauce. Mm. So, so I know like curry is traditionally Asian or Caribbean, but I just be throwing, I can throw a curry sauce. So- like if I'm cooking my vegetables, like a throw a whole pot, sauteing, stir frying. If you hit that, they already have oil in it or butter or something. But if you hit that with some fresh coconut milk and a little curry powder, mm. You got a whole situation. You got a little gravy for your vegetables. Right. So that's like, I I like to, because I don't, see, that's my thing. I got to learn how to measure properly because I be doing this ancestor thing where we just be like, hit, 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 hit. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, girl. So, okay. And a last question from the audience is, what are some high-protein, low-carb meals that you would recommend to be a muscle?
1: Um, I would say, okay, so then, I don't know about meals, So okay, so now that I've been vegan, especially now this last year, I would say I eat more in these little handful portions. So, like, I, I, so for me, I'll start with uh, almond yogurt, with fruit, with some sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds and granola, and all my meals after that, maybe dinner might be bigger, but then, like, in between that, you could have like a chia pudding, mm. overnight oats, or something. And you don't, you don't add sugar to none of this stuff. It's just the 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 seeds and the the, the milk or whatever in that. And then you could have your Buddha bowl. So, so the Buddha bowl can be roasted vegetables, a roasted tofu, a little little light lemon lime, some kind of dressing on there. So, I love, I love, I'll go crazy for roasted vegetables. So, I can make that, that could be a snack for me. You could, because you make it into a small portion. So, roasted chickpeas, I can eat chickpeas now. I can eat anything I want now. I the to have the surgery. But, like, roasted chickpeas, uh, roasted beets, um, what else you put in there? The sweet potatoes, maybe some raw, some, some raw, like, sliced up rubbed kale, I love raw kale and all of that stuff like that. So, like, those things, yeah.
0: Let me ask you this about kale right fast. Because I love raw, um, I try to mimic Tassili's kale wrap. So, how do you massage your kale to get it tender? Is there, like, a a science behind that? I
1: think, one, go to, I think, also, sometimes it works better with certain kind of kale. Just buy fresh kale that's not in the bag so go to like decal market go grocery store whatever get fresh kale that's not chopped up in the bag like those those things i don't know they're like old to me they look like hard they're big all that fiber and stuff in there so get like good i think uh decal market sells georgia kale too but get your kale you and young kale is good with that as well you can get the baby kale so you need to decide what's your flavor profile is what you're looking for so if you want the lemon or do you looking? Are you looking for something else? But uh, vinegar and the lemon is what will break down the kale, and then you add in your seasoning and your oil. A little bit of um, oil on it, and that it starts to break it down immediately. So it doesn't makes it mushy. It just kind of it's a it. massage. Okay. It,
0: okay.
1: It, kinda, it like makes it a little bit more pleasant for the bite. So just a light massage. You don't even need that much, really. Wow. As soon as you get on there, you get your hands in there and massage it, it, it starts to break down just enough that it's pleasant to eat. And you don't even have to cook it.
0: Wow. Well, thank you. And mm-hmm. so you um, got to let the people know how they can find you. And before you do that, though, um, one last thing in short, because my phone's my from 20% when I had it charged. But in short, um, what would you tell someone who is looking to, you know, live out their life purpose and just watching you doing so? What would you say to that person today?
1: Okay. Be... Allow yourself some grace because I am 42 years old and now I have never (laughs) felt more clear. (laughs) I've never... I've never felt more clear about what it is because you don't know at, at 18, we don't know at 25, we don't know at 30 sometimes what it is we're trying to do. And now... It seems to make sense to me. Life is lifing. Um, And I think even when you figure out what it is you want to do, whatever your passions are, just like try and do it and be true to that, because no one can do what you can do, how you can do it. Whatever is for you is for you. So you should just go ahead and try and do those things at any age. And we can always learn. We can always be amazing. You always find your gifts, always find your passions, and be and do those things. Those things, I mean, me doing this now, I've been full-time, self-employed, over three, almost, I'm three years now, three years. And it's just, even with the highs and lows of that, the stresses of being an entrepreneur, I absolutely love it. Because this is all I've been doing since I was 16. My first job was selling shoes. And i I'm a service person selling clothes and cooking food and this is all i I have never done anything else is help people serve people and this is my ministry this is what i this is what I do and so I'm like, okay, how can I build my service work around my life that it just all works together harmoniously so that is it I would say um i would say I would say, yeah, definitely find your passion and just stick with that, because that cause God gave you God put that on your heart, so amen yeah, do that. Yeah.
0: and if if God gave it to you, he'll get it through and out of you, so hey, absolutely. go
1: with it
0: absolutely so, absolutely so, that's amazing what else I was gonna say oh, I said it, I was telling you, before I told you that I was like, make sure you tell them about the vegan supper club and how to reach yeah. you with you.
1: Okay. Yeah, so um I'm at um The All Purpose Vegan on Instagram. Uh my website is www.allpurposevegan.com. I sell all our tickets and our events everything through my webpage and um we announced the supper club's name is Grazing Goats if you might see that. That's its own separate page but I kind of just focus on that. All Purpose Vegan is me, uh my travels, my classes. I just like I I like to share um I just love to share and be very transparent about what's going on. And so that's what All Purpose Vegan is. And our next event coming up is March 17th at 2964 Peachtree Road. It's a vegan social, vegan vibe. We'll have some beverages, some drinks. We'll have um, a whole whole food review. So you'll get to sample some of my my dishes that you can – you know, inquire about having me come and cater your own event for your own your own situation, your own business. If sometimes I have people you know wanting me to come and do uh, their grand opening and stuff like that, or just a birthday. You want me to come cook for you? I'll do that as well. So, if you're interested in vegan food, gourmet vegan food, and a um and a uh, culinary experience that's a little bit elevated, then you might want to come out march 17th and and check us out
0: wow and y'all i've seen some videos um hopefully she sent me one i know she is so i can definitely um add to this episode so you all can just get an idea of what she means when she say upscale culinary vegan dining it is finest. you hear me so that you can be in touch with her and enjoy the experience like if you're out of town are you planning to, visit to atlanta you're vegan you know you want to be on the lookout and stay in the loop so make sure you follow her um it the all-purpose vegan and check her out and like always i like to say before we close out you are great in the life that you desire you create so go out and create
1: i love that
0: Thank you, girl. Okay. <laughs> yes. So um, it's definitely been a pleasure, and I thank you for coming on the Pink Link, girl. And thank you for having energy. me. You're welcome. So I, I wish we could have did it in person because I just love your energy and your vibe and all those things. But, yeah, if we did it
1: in person, I would have brought you some food.
0: <laughs> yes, that's why I said I, I need to. But we'll have to talk about that coming to that <laughs> place. Um, you. Doing the, it, you're doing it on the 17th. Um, we'll have to discuss it or another time so that I can get, like, you know, the scope and thank you. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. <laughs> yes, so okay, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna as sign you off. Can see, I made it out to her event. Okay, on the bye. 17th. Thank you. Bye. There. Thank there you. Is, um, see you soon. Right, see you. Oh, the egg rolls, and you always see like what I said, like that curry mm-hmm. shrimp. The phenomenal, ph- um, phenomenal key while she was mentioning at the beginning this lamb and potatoes, which was awesome as well, and yes, I'm trying to get the picture of the words of the meal. So, that's the vegan lamb, that's the chicken and that is the egg rolls once again. Okay. shrimp, everything was delicious you all, make sure you go out and support the all of this vegan, this okay. is some of the crowd, this is not all of the crowd, some more people in the next week. So y'all, we at Vegan Super, Vegan Social Super Club, and here's one of the guest attendees tonight, so how was everything? What was your favorite? My favorite was
1: the corn ribs and the lamb. And for someone who hasn't eaten red meat in over five years, it was a pleasant surprise. It tasted exactly like I remember for lamb tasting. It was flavorful. It was something that non-vegans wouldn't even realize they were missing. And everything was flavorful.
0: You would not expect vegan to be this delicious. So good job. Oh wow, great. And you said,
1: well, I am the corporate dropout, and for me, it was just a feast for the taste buds. I really enjoyed everything. I will say the shrimp was a standout for me. I enjoyed the lamb. I enjoyed the egg rolls. I enjoyed the quinoa, which were made, was made with lemongrass from her own garden. But I will definitely say that um, the, egg, uh, the egg rolls, the shrimp, uh, and the corn were number one. Thing. Great job.
0: Mm, yummy. I, I enjoyed everything. Y'all enjoyed, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how was everything for you tonight? It was
1: delicious, very, very good. She did really good. What
0: was your and favorite? The wine was perfect. Oh yes, yeah, we gotta plug the wine in there too. What was your favorite? My favorite was the
1: aero. be That was mine too. Yes. You were there. What was your oh, review? I liked it. Um, oh, I really liked the shrimp the most. I really enjoyed everything yeah. though.
0: So that was your favorite? Yeah, the
1: shrimp, most definitely the shrimp.
0: Okay, so 10 out of 10 y'all recommend? Yeah, 8, Okay.
1: out of 10. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies, so how was everything for you tonight? Everything was great. Um, my favorite was the kale. That was yes. awesome. And then I think my next favorite was the egg rolls. Those were really good. It was nice and crispy. It was a lot of vegetables on the inside, but I really liked it, it was great. And this is my first time coming to the Vegan pop-up, so um, I am all the way impressed. Good. and you,
1: lady. Um, that was amazing. I think my favorite was definitely the curry shrimp. I love the curry flavor. That was really, really good. It's my first time as well. I love see that.
0: Enjoy. Thank you. Okay. okay, so, lady, how was everything for you
1: tonight? Hi. So everything was absolutely wonderful. I actually have an olive allergy, so some of the food that I had had to be a little modified. But I had the quinoa, which was absolutely amazing. That's the one where she used her own lemongrass that she grew out of her own garden um i had the shrimp which was kind of like a curry and i had egg rolls i'm a huge fan of egg rolls. these did not disappoint i highly recommend coming out into at least trying something from all-purpose vegan even if you're not vegan like me and you just like to have a good palette of food this would be a great place for you to try thank thank you so hey
0: here we go with these beautiful ladies here so who wanted to go first how was your night hey oh my gosh so I am not vegan and I came because I'm like dating Atlanta and wanted to try something new. And I gotta tell you, like, my plate is almost empty. It shocked oh, wow. me how like, good and flavorful. And I'm like full. Yes. I think I, I may uh, convert now to vegan. Okay, we got a, a conversion over here. <laughs> hey, everybody, I just want to shout out to the chef. She did a wonderful job. Everything is delicious. The egg rolls. That, you know, if you haven't tried her cooking, come out,
1: we're ready for dessert, that's what happened. Yes!
0: So, I told them about the dessert. <laughs> A second plate! Right. So, Chef Matt is awesome, her food is awesome, we're waiting for the dessert. I can't even say it because it's so good. I'm just thinking about it, my mouth is watering because of the dog dessert Everybody's talking about this dessert that's coming next, but phenomenal food, the food is always superb, Like I love her food, and everything was really good today. It was great. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, ladies. Did everyone enjoy? What was you favorite? Name a favorite.
1: The kale salad. The
0: kale. The egg rolls and the kale and the corn.
1: Wow!
0: It is the winning, rolls and the lamb, and the ham. Okay. The lamb was amazing. The lamb yes. Was amazing. Okay, ladies, thank y'all. Okay, you all. So the dessert has came out, and I gotta tell you the truth, because I already took a bite, and so I was like, oh, I have to review this because it is so delicious, you all. This is like a mousse, a chocolate mousse, or something like that. But. Mm. We're gonna cut this short because I'm about to enjoy it.